Uh, today, I'm going to bring to you uh, a message that the second service won't get in, entirely. Because we're baptizing 22, I'll have to cut it short. But today, you're going to get uh, something I prepared for you is the second part of the message I started last week on water baptism. And so today, we're going to be talking about the second part of this. And I, I want you to, to know how to walk it out, really. How do we walk this new life out? The Bible is very clear that we've been given a new life after water baptism, after accepting Jesus Christ. So how do we walk in our new life? And so today I want to read a text we read last week in Romans 6, 3, and 4. Let's bring that text up today. It says, Have you forgotten that when we are joined with Jesus Christ in baptism, we are joined with him in his death? For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may live, what kind of lives? Come on, say new, new lives. We've been given new lives. And if you don't believe this, 2 Corinthians 5.17 backs it back up again. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a old person, right? No, a new person. The old life is gone, and the new life has begun. So how do we walk this out? How do I live out my new life is what I want to talk to you today about. I'm going to give you three three tips today on how to walk this new life and how to walk in this new life. Number one, learn to walk in your own giftings. Learn to walk in your own giftings. You know, we live in a society where everybody is trying to be somebody else. Everybody's trying to be somebody else. Everybody wants to be like this star or this social media person or this person I know or this family member. Maybe it's somebody close to you. Maybe it's somebody uh, that you think lives far away from you and it's in Hollywood. Whatever it is today, stop trying to be somebody you're not. Because your new life, God has given you a new life to live out the new you, okay? Not the new them, but the new you. Come on, turn to your name and say, the new you. It's the new you, not the new them, okay? God has got a unique calling on our life. Stop trying to be someone we're not. Look what 1 Samuel 17, 38 through 40. I love this story. Remember when the children of Israel uh, were being attacked and they were being challenged and Goliath's out there with the Philistines, send me out your best to fight and everybody's in hiding. Finally, the shepherd boy, David, comes up and says, hey, king, I'll fight. I'm not scared to fight. And so the king uh, was hesitant, but he said, hey, all right, I'll give you your shot. Nobody else wants to do this. And look what happens. And then the Saul, the king, King Saul, gave David his own armor. And when we say his own armor, we're saying King Saul gave David King Saul's armor, okay? And a bronze helmet and a tunic. David put it on. He strapped the sword over it. And he took the step or two to see what it was like. For he had never worn such things before. And he goes, I can't go in these. He protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So David took them off again. He picked up, then instead he went down and he picked up five smooth stones from the stream. And he put them into his shepherd's bag. Everybody say shepherds. That's important. Remember, he took five smooth stones, put them in his shepherd's bag. And then armed only with his shepherd's staff and a sling, he started across the valley to fight the Philistine. And we know the rest was history as David killed the giant with 
the sling and the stone. Now, what we see amazing is this, is that David says he'll fight. King Saul gives him his armor. Now, King Saul's armor was custom made for King Saul. It had been custom made, the best armor. And you know what would have been very tempting for David, as many of us struggle with today? Everybody wanted the king's swag. You know what I'm talking about, okay? Everybody wanted the king's swag. I mean, it would be real tempting to walk out there, David, be like, yeah, man, I'm carrying the king's swag. I've got all of his armor on. I've got his helmet. I've got his shield. I've got his sword. And walked out there like, yeah, hang on. Let me get an Instagram photo out there, all right, going out. Yeah, that's me, that's me, you know. He took it out and put it off out there and tried to fight. If he'd have fought in the king's armor, I believe that he'd have been killed because he he wasn't trained in that. That was not his gifting. That was not what he was skilled at. And for many of us, we, we want everybody else's armor. If I could just have their armor. Or if I could, if I could just have Stephen, Stephen Furtick's armor, man, I'd be awesome, right? If I could just be like Pastor Joe, I would be on, I'd be awesome. If I could just be like my mom, if I could just be like my neighbor, if I could just be like the person at work, everybody else sees everybody else's armor and say, man, I want that. I wish, I wish I had that. If I had that, man, I could, I could defeat so many giants for God. But it was important that he said he went down and got five smooth stones out of the river, out of the stream. And I was thinking about that, you know, I thought, what, what made him get five smooth stones out of the, the river, out of the stream? Why not just go out there and pick up five stones out of the field? Because he was skilled enough, he had been practicing enough with that slingshot. I mean, while he was on the backside of the desert taking care of his dad's sheep, he began to get skillful in slinging that slingshot. And he knew by practice that if he took a smooth stone, that he could control the velocity. He could control the aim of a smooth stone much better than he can one that was rough around the edges. And so he had been skilled in that, and he used that. He put it in his shepherd's bag. That was his armor. The sling, the shepherd's bag, the staff, that was what he was skilled in, and that's what he went to fight Goliath in. Listen today, sometimes it feels like you only got a sling and a staff and you don't have any armor and God's calling you to feed a giant, but don't fear because when you walk out in your own calling, when you walk out in your own gifting, God is with you. It's a new life that God's wanting you to walk in, that God is wanting you to live in. You Stop trying to be somebody else. Stop trying to kill your giant with somebody else's armor. Think about that. Stop trying to kill your giant with somebody else's armor. No, you've been anointed to kill the giants that come into your life. You've been anointed to kill the enemies that come into your life with what God's already given you. And if I look around and say, oh, if I could just have this person's faith, or if I could just, no, no, no. God's given you what you need. Just step up and walk in it. It don't seem like a lot. And it doesn't seem like a lot when David all he had was a, a slingshot. In his shepherd's bag. It didn't seem like a lot, did it? But that's the thing he was skilled in, and that's what God had used to defeat the giants and he needed to defeat Goliath. So in our life, we learn to be ourselves. You want to walk in the new you? Learn to be you. Listen, I'm telling you, this is going to set somebody free today. Stop trying to be somebody else. God's anointed you to be you. I can tell you, when I stop trying to be a pastor, I'm not, and walk into the pastor God's called me to be, 
God's anointing flows there. And when I'm not, man, I feel that. Man, I'm struggling. But when I step into the zones of God, I'm just going to be who you called me to be. And I'm going to walk in the giftings you've given me. And not keep my eyes forward and not looking around and saying, who's got this? No, I'm keeping my eyes on the prize. I'm, I'm looking straight ahead. That's where our call is, okay? So if I'm going to walk out this new life, I've got to realize God's already given me the giftings I need. doesn't mean he won't add to it as you go along. But right now, he's wanting me to learn to walk it out. Number two, learn to let it go. Come on now. Turn to your neighbor and say, let it go. Somebody needs to break out in song about this time right now, right? Some of you have been listening to that Frozen soundtrack for years, and he's like, I just got that out of my head, my kids. Finally, Pastor, now you bring it back. Okay, we've got to learn to let it go. Uh, and I say it today, and I say, what is your it? That's the question I ask. What is your it? Anything holding you back, anything holding you back from living your new life, that's your it. Maybe it's a disappointment. Maybe it's a bitterness. Maybe it's a hurt. Maybe it's, uh, you know, a failure in your life. Maybe it's not feeling like you're good enough. Whatever it is, you've got to learn to let it go. Look what Philippians 3.13 says in verse 14. Paul said, hey, man, bro, sister, listen, I, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of. But one thing I do, he goes, this is the one thing I do do, okay? This is the one thing I do right. I forget what is behind. Forget what is behind. Let it go, man. Let it go. Forgetting what is behind, and I strain toward what is ahead. I press on to the goal, towards the goal, to the win, the prize to which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus and God. Come on now. Say, I'm pressing forward, and I'm letting go. Don't get distracted by the it. You know, believe it or not, when I was in elementary school, I got in trouble a few times. And uh, I always wanted to talk when the teacher was talking. And I always had something f- funny to say. when the te- I don't know. When the teacher was teaching, things just kind of went through my filter in a funny way. And I had a hard time not saying things. And because of that, I got called out a lot in class. And I remember I had a teacher... Uh, Principal Brian, I had a teacher that actually did this. Now, I know you can't, today you can't do this in a classroom. But in our classroom, she called me up to the front because I was being loud and talking and had control of the class. And so she was trying to get, regain control back of the class. And so she said, Gene, I want you to grab these two pop bottles. And so I had two pop bottles, and I had to stand in the middle of the room holding two pop bottles straight out like this here. And then I'm like, I got this. Woman, you think you're going to punish me? Two pop bottles? Really? I got this. And so my arms go out straight, and I'm holding two pop bottles just like this. And after about five minutes, I'm like, okay. A little tingling going on there. After about ten minutes, I start feeling some cramps coming. About, about after 15 minutes, the strain and the pain hit me. And, man, I was sweating. And I was tired by putting my arms down. Get them back up, Mr. BB. Ah! You know? Um, you know, and by the time my 15 minutes got done, man, I was in pain, struggling to hold those bottles straight out. And let me ask you this question. Did the weight change from the first second I picked those bottles up from the 15 minutes into that? Did the weight change? The weight stayed the same, right? What changed? What was the change? Come on, this is like a common core math problem right here. You can figure this out, I promise you. 
I was kind of, what, what was the difference? What, what changed here? The length of time I was holding the bottles. Are you following me today? You see, the longer we hang on to things, the heavier they become. They don't seem like much in the beginning. But you keep hanging on to them. You keep hanging on to them. And sooner or later, they start weighing you down. They start keeping you from walking in the destiny God's got for you. They keep you from walking in the new life. It doesn't seem like a lot. This small offense I'm hanging on to. This small hurt I'm hanging on to. And the longer I hang on to it, the heavier it gets. So if I want to walk into the freedom, if I want to walk in my new life, I've got to learn to let it go. I've got to learn just to let it go. Turn to your neighbor and say, let it go. The question is, what, what are you hanging on to today? What is it you're hanging on to? What is it that you're saying, you know what, man, I, I've got some offenses in my life. I've got things that are offending me. I've got things that I'm bitter about. I've got things that I'm hanging on to. And it didn't seem like a big deal, but the longer you hang on to it, the more it drags me down. I, I've got to let it go. God, why? Because God's called me to a new life. God's called me to come out and to press forward and to go into a new life. And so I've got to let it go. I've got to be myself, and I've got to let the past go. I've got to be myself, let God use me for who I am, and then what? He'll change me, yes, from the inside out. doesn't mean God doesn't change me, but he changes me, and he uses the giftings he's already given me. He's already, some of those giftings he's developing along the way. And as I let go of things in my life, the more free I become to live it out, this new life that God has designed for you and I. And number three, the third tip I want to give you today is learn to praise no matter what you're going through. You want to walk in your new life? I'm telling you what, this is a recipe. You want to walk in this new life? Learn to praise no matter what you're going through. Look what Psalms 34.1 says. I will bless the Lord. Sometimes, right? No. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be in my mouth. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will always be in my mouth. Stop wasting time hanging on the things that are weighing you down and simply say this. I've got to let it go and I've got to begin to praise him right now where I'm at. You gotta let go. If you wanna get into that new life, I'm telling you, if you wanna walk into that new season, you let go of what's weighing you down and say, God, I'm gonna begin to praise you right here. Oh, I'll praise him when I get to the mountaintop. No, 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 it doesn't work that way. I praise him down here in the valley. I praise him when I'm going through the weak season. I praise him when I'm going through the hard season. I praise him when I'm just letting go of the pain. And I praise him when I'm releasing those things. And God, I'm in pain. God, I want to enter this new life. God, I'm letting go. And I'm going to begin to praise you now. I'm going to begin to praise you now because, God, you're setting me free. God, you're calling me to a new life. God, you've, you've said it. I've been baptized. I've been baptized, connected with you in the death, burial, and resurrection. I've been called to walk into a new life, and I'm not going to stay the old person. I'm not staying in that old pain. I'm not staying in that old offense. I'm not staying in that old place. I'm coming out. And going to a new place. I'm coming out and walking a new life. I'm coming out and going somewhere where you're calling me to go to a higher level. I gotta let it go. I gotta let it go and say, God, I'm praising you now. 
I don't wait to praise him when I get to the mountaintop. No, I praise him right now as I begin to journey and let things go. I'm learning to praise him in this season. How do I get to my future next season? Praise him right now in this season. I hear people ask, how do I get past this? How do I get to the next season? How do I get to the, to the better season? How do I get past this painful season? Praise him right now in this season. You praise him right now in this season. Pray, I'm going to tell you, praise your way out. I can't tell you how many times I had to praise my way out of things I was struggling with. And I would feel the enemy coming against me, coming against my mind, coming against my spirit. I'd feel an attack. And I'd just say, you know what, man, this is heavy. And i just begin to praise the Lord. Because I knew if I would begin to praise him, that those weights would fall off of me. And I knew if I began to praise him, it would propel me out of that season and begin to open the door, propel me into a new season. It was praise that took me there. It was praise that set me free. It was praise that unlocked the door. It was praise that opened the door. It was praise that let my eyes see again. It was praise that my heart was ministered to. It was praise that set me free. I'm telling you, when you learn to praise God in this season, David, man, we're talking about a while ago. They said there was times that David was the only one that he had to dance before the Lord on his own. Everybody else is ready to kill him. Everybody else is ready to throw spears at him. He's running for his life. And man, they're like, man. And David's like, I'm just going to dance before the Lord. I'm just going to praise before the Lord. Learn to praise him in this season. You want to walk in your life? You've got to learn to praise him right now where you are. See, I will. That's what he said. I will. I, I will bless the Lord, right? I, it's a choice. Not I feel like blessing the Lord. Not, I feel it today. They're singing my song. Hallelujah. It's easy to do it then when, oh, I love that song. Ah, when we get right into it, man. And it's like, it's easy to praise then, right? But he said it was a choice. I, I will. He was choosing that I'm going to praise right now. I, I will bless the Lord. I will praise the Lord right now. See, praise gets my mind out of that trouble. Praise gets my mind away from that trouble. And that's so important. Praise gets my mind out of that trouble. And look at this next statement here. This is important for us to realize. Because if I can get my mind out, if I can transform my mind, if I can change my thinking, if I can change my mind, if I can get my mind out, then the rest of me will follow. Why am I still stuck in this season? Why am I still stuck in this depression? Why am I still stuck right here in this dark part? Why am I still st- stuck here in this struggle? If I get my mind out of that, if I get my mind out of that and say, God, I'm putting my mind on you. God, I'm, I'm going past this, Lord. I'm releasing things and I'm getting my mind. Because if my mind goes, my body will follow. That's why he says we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Are you hearing me? We are transformed by the renewing of our mind. When I renew my mind, God, I'm I'm praising you. Lord, in my mind right now, I'm saying, I'm going to begin to thank the Lord. God, in my mind right now, I'm thinking of all the good things you've got for me. God, in my mind right now, I'm thanking you, God, for the things you've got planned that I haven't even seen yet. God, in my mind right now, I thank you, God, you're bringing me out. God, in my mind, my children are coming home. God, in my mind, my marriage is being restored. God, in my mind, Lord, my job is going to work itself out. God, in my mind, God, my health is going to come back. God, in my mind, you 
you begin to say, God, I thank you in my mind. God, I begin to praise you in my mind. And as my mind gets out, the rest of me will follow. If I can get my mind out, no weapon formed against me will prosper in the name of the Lord. Come on now. Put your hand on top of your head, like I said. Say, come on now. So tell you, tell your mind that we gotta get out. We gotta get out. Listen, today, we are going to get out. We're going to walk into this new season, walk into this new life when we get our mind transformed out of there. You know, when babies are born, they're designed to come out head first, right? I can tell you this story. I remember, uh, I didn't even ask permission to tell the story. Is this okay if I tell the story, honey? She's like, I had no idea what you're going to say, and... For some of you, maybe too much information, but I'll tell you anyway because it's the way I am. All right. I remember when the twins were born. Now, we were surprised to be pregnant and surprised. Oh, baby four and five coming along. The twins coming along. So when the twins were coming along, we had baby four and five. We finally figured out what was causing this. First of all, your pastor's wife, she can't keep her hands off of me. I'm just telling you right now. <laughs> My kids are like, ah, ah. Any other parents just agging on with your kids? You ever do that? Okay, yeah. Uh, we hear a song on the radio. So you conceived that song right there, honey. Ah! All right. So we decided, my wife and I decided that, you know, having twins, the doctor, he thought, he was almost positive we we're going to have to have a C-section. He said, while you're having C-section, I'll just go in and tie your tubes up. You know, and I was like, sure, honey, go ahead and do that. It's fine. And she's like, well, if it doesn't happen, then you'll have to be fixed, okay? And so I was like, all right, no big deal, you know. Like, yeah, you're going to have C-section, no big deal. We go in for the C-section, getting everything prepped and ready. And he goes, yeah, he goes, this first baby, it, it's breached. We're going to have to do C-section. Then he gets in there before he does, he goes, wait, wait, I think I can turn him back around. And he begins to turn that baby. And I'm like, no. What are you doing? <laughs> you take that baby out of her stomach right now. I got it, Jen. He flipped that baby around back to head first and it came out. You know, babies were designed, what? To come out head first, right? Some of you know where I'm going this morning. Some of you wonder why you've been stuck. It's because you've been breached in your season right now. And God's calling you to walk into a new season. God's calling you to walk in this new life. And if it's going to happen, it's going to come in through your head first, man. You're going to come out head first. got to say, my mind is coming out. My head is coming out. I'm being birthed into a new season. I'm not going to stay hanging on to the past. But I'm going somewhere. God's got a destiny for me. His words already said it. I've been called to a new life. I'm I'm not destined by anything in my past, by anything that's happened in my family. I'm destined a new creation. I'm going out and I'm going into a new season in my life. We wonder why we're stuck. Could it be that we're not letting our minds come out? Let's get our head out and everything else will follow. Tell somebody I'm, I'm walking out. Come on, tell somebody I'm walking out. I'm going out. I'm going out, man. We're doing this thing, man. We're getting out. Why? Some of you say, I've been called to live in this new life. When does it kick in? I'm telling you, it's already been given to you. 
You've gotten everything you need to walk in the new season. God's already given you the armor you already need. God's already given you everything you need right now to walk into the new season, the new you. You just got to step up by faith and walk it out and say, I'm going there. God, I'm going there. I'm not going to try to be somebody else. I'm going forth right now with who you've called me to be. Today, if you're ready to walk out and say, I'm ready to walk into my new life, I want you to stand on your feet this morning. Can you do that? How many today say, Pastor, I'm ready to walk in my new life, fullness of my new life? Anybody here? Raise your hand. That's you. If that's you, come on, give God a hand clap. That's you. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to do that. Today I ask you, what do you got to let go? What do you need to let go? Some of you are hanging on to some things that are weighing you down. Some of you are hanging on to some things that you say, you know what? I need to be free from that. What is it today? Let it go. It didn't seem like it was much at first, but it's been hanging on to it for so long, and now it's starting to weigh you down. Let, let it go. Quit trying to be somebody you're not. Walk into your own armor and begin to praise God now. And I just tell you, whatever you're going through right now, if you begin to put your focus, your mind on praising God, God, my mind is going to a different place. I'm not going to sit around and go back to that hurt all the time. I'm not going to go back to that offense all the time. I'm not going to go back to that failure all the time. I'm putting my mind on who God says I am. I'm going out. My mind is going out. I'm taking my mind there. I'm putting my mind on the things of God. I'm putting my mind on who God says I am. I'm putting my mind that I'm, I'm going into the next season. My mind's going into the next season. And when my mind gets there, the rest of me is going to follow. So we're going to close with this song. And I want you just to lift your hands up right now. I want to pray for you. Father, I thank you as we lift our hands up to the Lord. Lord, I thank you, Lord, you're allowing offenses to be let go. God, you're allowing things we've been hanging on to to let go. And God, you're calling us to walk into this new life. We've been baptized. We've identified through the power of the resurrection. We now identify with that same power. And you're calling us out into a new life, to a new season. We're letting go of the past, God. Right now, we're going to walk in our own giftings. And we're going to praise you in this season no matter what we're going through. And we're saying, God, we're walking in our new life. Come on. Let's make it our prayer today. Let's sing it to the Lord today. Let's declare it. Enemy's been defeated. Death couldn't hold you down. Gonna lift our voice in victory. We're gonna make your praises loud. The enemy's been defeated. Death couldn't hold you down. Lift our voice in Give a shout of praise. Father, we thank you that you called us to a new season. You called us to a new life. The old things have been passed away. And the new things are called forth in our life. Now we just gotta walk in it. We just gotta walk in it. Let it go. So right now we let go. We let go. Come on. Release that right now in your heart. I release the things that are holding me back. I release the offenses. I release the hurt. I release my past. I release the things that you've already covered with your blood. And right now, I'm walking into a new season, God. 
But I'm going to walk out, Lord, and not, not be looking at everybody else's armor. But, God, I'm going to look at my armor. I'm going to walk in it, God. I'm going to walk in what you've already given me, God. And I'm going to praise you in this season right now. In Jesus' name. If you believe that word, put your hands together one more time and thank the Lord. God bless you today. We love you. Don't forget to stop by and grab you a pie before you leave. How about the DCY students going to camp? God bless you. Have a great afternoon.